Well, hello there and welcome to the good old days of radio show. We are getting close to finishing up our salute to the great, unusually strange radio writer Arch Obler, most famous for Lights Out. Uh, he didn't actually create Lights Out. Uh, Lights Out was created by Willis Cooper, who also later on created Quiet, Please. Uh, and then Willis Cooper left for Hollywood uh, to write screenplays. He did The Son of Frankenstein, that famous universal horror classic. Um, and when he left for Hollywood, Obler took over Lights Out, and that's became more famous for that. And I guess Willis Cooper's contributions kind of got forgotten. But he made it. Uh, he made it up with Quiet Please, even though that was an obscure show at the time. It's one of the most uh, uh, in demand uh, and most listened to of the radio horror series that exist today. So, um, this particular episode of Lights Out that we feature today is not your normal um, blood and guts and murder and mayhem and monsters horror show. This is more of a kind of a end of the world type thing. Um, I've heard this years ago, and I found it extremely well-written, extremely well-acted, and it's quite an interesting interesting program. It's called The Word, and was originally heard on September 14th, 1943. So, here it is. Ionized Yeast presents Lights Out, Everybody. <laughs> This is Arch Obler. Yes, this tonight is not a play of horror. There is no terror in it, only wonder. For the day of which we speak was a strange, wonderful day. Express to the observation roof going up. In here, is. Yes. Face front plate. Forget all about what's happening outside, newspapers and things. Don't let it spoil this. Nothing can spoil being with you, Michael. Sweet. You can't hardly feel the elevator moving. It is moving, Michael. Oh, sure. Look at the lights. 25th floor already. It doesn't seem possible. Oh, my ears. Yeah, mine too. Because we're going so fast? No, it's something about air pressure. You know, like getting on top of a mountain. Gee, look at those lights. We're at the 50th floor. At least they say so. Oh, it's so scary. Wonderful. Just think, a hundred and two floors up in the air. Not on this elevator, mister. Huh? You'll have to change the 80th, then at the 86th again. Oh. Oh, thanks. Look, you 70th floor already. Of course, this is one of the longest elevator shafts in the world. Yeah, I should think it is. I bet they're fooling us. Yeah. <laughs> I heard there's an extra paper out that the war's going to... Please. Huh? If you don't mind, we don't want to talk about those things. Oh, yeah. I don't blame you. Well, far as we go. Uh, where do we... Next elevator, right over there, sir. Thanks. Better hold on to my arm, Eve. Yes. Why does everyone have to talk about the war all the time, Michael? Uh, it's just the way it is, I guess. Going up. Come ahead, Eve. Watch your step, please. Wonder how much you can see up there. All New York, the guidebook says. Far as we go. Yeah. You mean this is where we... 86th floor, mister. Take the elevator right over there for the observation room. Oh, thanks. 
Come on, Eve. Oh, but, Michael, we knew sooner we got in than we got out. Six floors higher. At least he says so. I guess this is the place where we get the... Going up! Come on, Eve. We'll never get closer to heaven. Observation roof, next stop. 102nd floor. And I used to think that I was getting up high when I climbed the apple tree. <laughs> <laughs> Observation roof, 102nd floor. Gosh, Express is right. All right, Eve, this is it. Will the wind blow? Will it be all... Well, Michael, it's all glassed in. Yeah. Oh, Michael, how wonderful. Gosh. Michael, come over here. Huh? Look, the ocean out there. I can see the Statue of Liberty. Oh, it's wonderful. And you didn't want to come up here. It's like the world right under it. Not scared a bit, are you? Why should I be? It's just wonderful. Oh, look over here. Hey, will you quit running around here like a doodle bug? What's the bridges the... over the river. Which one is that? Oh, I don't know. Brooklyn or something. Oh, so many buildings. I, I had no idea New York was so so spread out. So many buildings. So wonderful. Yeah, from up here. What? What did you see, Michael? I said it's all wonderful from up here. But get down there and... Well, I bet it's like one of those Hollywood, you know, glamour stars when she gets up in the morning. <laughs> Michael, what do you know about things like that? Well, I know you're super colossal or something when you wake up. Oh. You are. Your eyelashes sort of flutter and then you stretch out just like a little pup dog. Like a pup dog? Michael, is that romantic? Oh, I don't know the words. I just know that I'm gladder every minute that you married me. You married me. Now, don't argue with your husband. <laughs> husband? Eve, lips are so soft. Yours aren't. Glad no one else is up here. <laughs> All right, Michael, two dollars and twenty cents to make love to me or to see the sight. <laughs> I married a beautiful cash register. <laughs> Mr. Smith, will you let go of me? Oh. You're going to see me for 99 years, and maybe this is the last time we'll ever be able to get away from the farm and see New York this way, and we Michael. Huh? Look over there. Hey, how do you like that? Clouds. Where did they come from? Well, the usual place clouds come from, I suppose. But so quickly. Well, we're up plenty high. Look at them. They're coming right at us. It's a strong wind, I guess. Oh, Michael, this is so exciting. Up in the clouds. Made the order for you and me. Uh-oh, rain. Oh, there goes the rest of our day. Mm, sure a good thing they got this place glassed in. Oh. Eve, it's only lightning. Oh, no. Oh, you've been in thunderstorms before. Michael. Eve, what is it? The clouds. They're fighting. Huh? Look at them. Fighting each other. Well, is that any reason to be afraid? Gosh, thunderclouds always sort of boil around. Like armies. Fighting. Eve, what kind of talk is that? Armies. Fighting. Why do you keep saying that? I can't help it. I keep thinking... Well, don't think. Remember, we said our honeymoon. We wouldn't think about anything but us. But this is us. How can I be happy when all over the world... All right. I will talk about it. I'll talk about it once and for all, and then you and I won't have to talk about it anymore. Gosh, I, I don't know anything about... about those things the newspapers are always talking about. Maybe I'm not so smart as the people who live in this town and all the other big towns when it comes to dodging taxi cabs and throwing wisecracks. But I know this... I don't want to own everything I can get my hands on. And I know that it isn't right for some people to have too much and some people to have too little. And I know that when I go to fight, I will fight. And it'll be for what I know is right, for the kind of world where all the little people have a chance, no matter what they look like or 
what their name is or what their blood is. Because I know that no matter what any little dictator says, people all over the world are just like you and me. All they want and all I want is happy work and someone they care about to work for and, and a little time left over in which just to enjoy being alive. I love you, Michael. Let's go down. No, uh-uh. Just a minute more. Storm's breaking. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> First time in my life I ever talk like that. You're very good, Michael. I'm not bright, but good. Michael, look. Look at what? You just can't see anything down there. Yeah. Air's full of mist, that's why. See things? And yet you don't see them. Let's go, huh? All right. Hold on to my arm. If it's still raining when we get down, we'll take a taxi back to the hotel. All right. I guess this is the button I pressed to get the elevator up here. Mm. Well, that ought to bring them up. Gosh, thunderstorms and everything. It's been some experience, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, I sure jumped out of my skin when you screamed. I mean, when you saw those thunderclouds. I didn't scream, Michael. Well, you certainly did, kind of. <laughs> I sure don't know much about women, I guess. I mean, you were afraid of the clouds, and, and then you weren't afraid of the thunder and lightning. Clouds were horrible. Oh. Hey, what's the matter with that elevator? Well, ring again. Well, that's all I've been doing. Something must be wrong with it. The button. Yeah. No answer. That's plain enough. Oh, don't be so impatient. Oh, well, we certainly can't walk down. They'll come up for it. Gosh, my thumb's getting sore punching this thing. Something sure is out of order. Maybe we had better walk down. A hundred and two floors? No. No, I mean just to the next landing where we can get the next elevator. See, stairway. Oh. Okay, I guess there's nothing else to do about it. Come on. Don't walk so fast, dear. Oh, what a life. Oh, it isn't so bad walking downstairs. <laughs> You're swell. <laughs> Here, take my arm. Down we go, Mrs. Smith. You know, elevators are all right, but me, I'll take the good old-fashioned horse. <laughs> Crazy. Step 150, 51, 52, 52. Michael, look. That door says 86. Hallelujah, we're here. <laughs> sure, a heavy door. All right, Eve, go through. Yes. There. Now we'll find out what was the matter. Elevators. Oh, there we are. Doors are open. Yeah. Gosh, where are the elevator men? Maybe we just better wait. Wait? I want to ride. Where are they? Nobody in the hall. Hey! Michael, don't. Well, i got to get someone to run the contraptions. Hey, elevator man! Well, they won't like it. Oh, gosh, I don't like being stuck up here. Hey, is there someone here to run these elevators? No one. Now what'll we do? Well, the last elevator stopped at the 80th floor, didn't it? You mean walk again? I guess we'll have to. Yeah. And what could have happened to him? There's got to be somebody on this floor. Well, don't get so excited, Michael. Oh, gosh, there's 80 floors between us and the street. We can't walk all that way. We'll have to. Telephone. Huh? Yeah, telephone. That's it. I'll call the operator and tell her what's happened. Come on. Michael, wait for me. Oh, Michael, you can't go in there. Come on, come it's on. It's a private office. Oh, sure, but they won't mind if I... 
Say, can you beat that? No one here. Going off with the elevator man, I'll bet you. Well, at least they left the telephone. Hope I can dial this thing right. Yeah, here it says operator. Michael, they won't like it at all if they come back in here and find we walked right in without a... Gosh. What's the matter? The telephone. Here, listen. Sounds sort of dead. Yeah, I'll say. Here, give it to me. I gotta get somebody. Hey, hey, listen, operator. How about answering? Operator? Operator? No use, Michael. Yeah. Oh, is this a mess? Have to walk down, I guess. Where is everyone in this building? Gosh, you'd Michael, think... maybe there's been a fire. Fire? Yeah, maybe... Oh, Michael, quick, let's get to the stairway and get out of here. Quick, Michael. How, how far have we gone? Oh, five or six floors, I guess. Hold tight to my arm. We have to walk. We have to walk. The, the whole building can't be empty, Michael. I tried every office on that floor, I tell you. There was no one. No one. Oh, gosh, this is the screwiest thing ever. It, it can't be a fire, Michael. No. There's no smoke or anything. But where is everyone? Michael, where? I don't know. I don't know, honest. I don't know. I don't know. But, Michael... Honey, I'm as tired trying to figure it out as I am walking down the whole blasted 102 floors. Floor after floor, offices all fixed up as if people were working in them and, and no one there. I give up, I tell you. Michael, the war. Huh? I, I mean the war news. Everybody ran out into the street. No, Eve, does that make sense? A whole skyscraper emptied out just to grab newspapers? Michael. About a war that's all the way over the ocean? Oh, that makes about as little sense as everything else. Well, this is it. Are we? So help me the main floor. All out. Oh, gosh, my leg. No, Michael, don't. Don't sit down. Hurry. Hurry away. Out of here in the street. Don't you want to know what's happened? Well, yeah, sure. Oh, that door says to the street. Let's go. Get away from me, Michael. Sure glad to get out of this place. Come on, out we go. Yes. Michael. Gosh. Oh, Michael. Oh, it's all right, dear. It's all right. Michael, what's happened? Not a person in the streets. There were so many. Yeah. Michael. Michael, listen. I don't hear anything. Listen. The wind. Yes, that's it. That's it, only the wind. Michael, don't you remember? Ever since we got to New York, all day yesterday, all night, all morning, the noise, Michael. Don't you remember the noise? Yes, I... And now nothing but the wind. What's happened? Why is it so quiet now? Where are the people? Michael, tell me. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a moment's intermission from tonight's Lights Out story. 
The amazing adventure of a young couple who suddenly find themselves apparently all alone in a great city skyscraper. Let's turn to a far more usual situation here in America, where right now, tonight, the wives and mothers of our servicemen are saying, Will this war ever be won and over with? Seems like a century since Bill went overseas. Sometimes I think I can't live another day without him. I know how you feel, dear. I want him back home, too. But our wanting him won't help bring him back. We've got to do something about it. What do you mean? I mean we've got to put more money into war bonds. Our men are on the attack now, and we've got to help them. We've got to be on time with enough, not too late with too little. But I figured so close. I'm already putting every penny I can spare into bonds. Besides, you know I need a new coat. But Bill and millions of other American boys need planes and guns and tanks. More of them and better ones than ever before. The more we send them, the better we back the attack. By putting more of our money into war bonds, the sooner they can win with the least loss of their lives. I see what you mean. Why, they say that's how we were able to take Sicily so quickly. Because our side had the best and the most equipment. Yes, and don't forget, taking all of Europe is an enormously bigger job than taking Sicily. Our fighting men aren't holding back, and neither must we. They need our dollars and war bonds as desperately as they need our guns. Our military men say that by going over the top with this third war loan, we can shorten the war by many weeks, maybe months. That means the saving of thousands of American boys. Why, the extra war bonds you and I buy this month may save Bill's life. And I'm going straight out and buy war bonds with every last dollar I've been saving up for other things. I don't need a new coat or anything else, one, one millionth as much as I need, Bill. And now back to our lights-out story of The Word. The boy and the girl walk along the city streets. And there are no other people, just the two of them. Do you want to rest? No. Just keep walking. All right. If we'd only meet one. Michael, if we'd only meet one person... You stop it. Of course we'll meet someone. We've got to. There's millions of people in this town. Millions, I tell you. Not a living thing. Horse, dog, There's dog. an explanation, I tell you. There's an explanation for everything. Everyone's gone somewhere. That's all gone somewhere. Where have they gone, Michael? Careful, automobiles. Standing still. Like all the rest. Crazy people leave their cars standing right in the middle of the street. But they'll come back. They got to. Millions of people, I tell you. People, where are you? People! Hey, somebody, come out, blast you! Come out, people! No. People, can't you no, hear please, me? I'm Michael, stop. To you. You're people, me. where are you? Empty streets, people, stop can't yelling you come at them, People, where Michael, are you? Stop. People. Oh, Eve. Hold me. What's happened to us? What? No. No, I gotta stop asking questions. I gotta keep going. I gotta find someone. They'll tell us. They'll. Eve. What? Tremble. What is it, Eve? Michael. I just thought. Thought what? All these empty streets. Michael, listen to me. What if there is no one else? Huh? What if you and I are the only ones left? Michael? Yes? I... I can't walk another step. All right, we'll rest. 
where? Uh, anywhere. It doesn't matter much, does it? <laughs> All New York's ours. You ought to know that by now. No, no, don't. Look, you know where we are? No. Broadway. Times Square. Well, I give you Times Square. It's all yours. Wedding present. Yeah, place. yours. Shops and big signs and all the taxi cabs and buses and cars standing around. Please. Yours, Eve. Yours to have or to lose or burn up. Michael, or... please. I'm sorry, honey. Guess I'm a little goofy. Let's keep going, huh? All right. <sighs> Tired? Yeah. Going to get dark soon. Yeah. Will there be light? Nope. How do you know? I tried the light switches all along the way. I won't be afraid in the dark. Well, I guess that's one advantage we've got coming from the country. There'll be people there, won't there? I don't think so. Why do you say that? Well, when we went to that store before, there were radio sets, battery ones. I tried them when you weren't looking. There was nothing on the air. What does that mean? It means what you said before. Maybe it's true. We're the only... The only... Yeah. Somehow I'm not as frightened as I was. Me neither. My head... I'm just all mixed up, that's all. They left the doors open and the automobiles right in the middle of the street. And, and everything's just as if they stopped right in the middle of what they were doing. But why? Why? That word's got me dizzy, chasing around in my head. Michael. Millions of people, where have they disappeared to? If we only had some idea, any idea. Michael. What's the matter? Why are you... That newspaper, right at your feet. Huh? Pick it up. The headline. War, fury, rages. Armies march in Europe. Well? The headline... Well, what of it? The same one as this morning. Couldn't that be the answer? Answer to what? What are you talking about? Why, they disappeared. Eve, get hold of yourself. What's a war thousands of miles away got to do with this? Maybe it's the same over there. People gone? Yes. Let's keep going. No, the curb. Let's sit here. All right. Now, you got to tell me what you started to say. Don't... Don't laugh at me when I say it, Michael. Just tell me. Maybe God got tired of it. What? He's been so patient, waiting all these years for people to learn how to live on the earth. So today, well, he just got tired and took everybody away. Eve. Michael, don't look at me like that. Is what I said any more crazy than, than what's happened? Look, this street should be like daylight with electric signs. There should be so many people around us and automobiles coming and going and streetcars and, and a whole city living. But there's nothing. Michael, who else but God could have taken them away? Why can't it be true? He got so tired of the horrible mess they were making of things that he... he took them away. Yes, that's it. He took... No, but stop Michael, it. No, it's crazy talk. I won't listen. Crazy because we don't understand. It's impossible, I tell you. Why is it impossible? Michael, I don't know very much, but I know this. I've been thinking about it all the time we've been walking. Call the way people got here on Earth any name you want. But no matter how you say it, when you really think about it, it's all a miracle. 
things joining in the empty air and growing and burning and cooling. The animals growing out of things that couldn't move. The animals changing for millions of years until there were men. I, I tell you, it's all crazy and impossible, and yet someone made it happen. So why not this? Yes, if he, if he made men, why couldn't he get tired of the way they were doing things and destroy them? I can't believe it's you talking. Michael, I, I think I'm saying the truth. Someone made mankind, and that someone just destroyed them. Then what are we doing here? We're flesh and blood like the rest. Maybe he just forgot us. Or maybe... What? Well, it doesn't matter. Tell me. Maybe you and I... Well? Maybe he wanted just a couple of people to start over with. You say crazy thing, and, and then you say crazier words. Well, what if it's true, Michael? Think, what if it's true... The, the things you set up on the roof during the storm, those good things. Maybe he heard them and liked them. Getting so dark. Maybe he heard them and liked them. I'm awfully tired. Let's find a place to sleep. All right. I'll help you up. Where will we go? Any place. We can go any place now. Yes. Let's hurry. It'll be terrible on the streets when it's very dark. Yes. No, wait, Michael. Huh? Why should we hurry and be afraid? Who can harm us now? You're right. All the... The harm is out of the city now. Michael, you don't quite believe all the things I've said before. But tomorrow when the sun is shining again and... We really know that this happened and isn't kind of a dream. You'll believe then, won't you, Michael? Maybe. You're... You're thinking something. Tell me what. Well, if what you think did happen, maybe... Maybe he left a few more people like us at different places on the earth. I mean, plain ordinary people to join together and make a new world. We'll have to help run things. Michael, yes. But... But, Eve, we don't know anything about running a world, you and I. We're... We're just you and me. How can we do better than than they did? The millions of them. Maybe... Maybe by remembering something, they sort of forgot. What? It's just to do unto others as they should do unto you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Linda Darnell. I speak to you now while your hearts and minds are full of tonight's play, because what I'm about to say to you is close to what you've been hearing. The victories a few days ago sang in the headlines, but today's headlines speak in a deeper voice of reality, a voice which says... More of our men must die before this war is won. If that realistic thought is unpleasant... You and I can do something about it. We can give our men all of the finest war equipment possible, when they need it, at the time they need it. And the time has come now because the attack is now. It's hard to conceive, isn't it, of any decent human being wanting to make profit out of this war. 
So, if there's extra money in your pay envelope, spend it in the only manner that will enable you to face the future with a clear conscience. Put those dollars into war bonds. Back the attack now with your dollars. And when that final victory does come, a part of it will be yours. Thank you, Linda Darnell. Ladies and gentlemen, the makers of ironized yeast were happy to devote their entire commercial time on tonight's program to the third war loan drive in cooperation with the drug, cosmetic, and allied industries. Now, what of next week, Mr. Obler? Well, first, a word of thanks to Linda Darnell and, of course, to Mercedes McCambridge and Byron Kane for tonight's beautiful performances. Next week, well, one of the strangest plays we've ever had on the Lights Out series. It's all about a very lovely lady producer out here in Hollywood. Yes, I said a producer, a motion picture producer who gets into the maddest mess that, well, that anyone got into since little Musso decided to become unwilling partners with little Adolf. So, for a thrill, a chill, and a laugh, be with us next week for The Producer and the Thing. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story, The Producer and the Thing. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. Okay, um, in case you didn't know, the voice at the end that says, it is later than you think, that's Arch Obler. He didn't appear much on the show, but he did offer a little glimpse of next week's show and all that, but most people don't realize he's also doing the it is later than you think voice at the end. Byron Kane was the um, the young man in that story. Byron Kane did lots and lots of radio. Byron Kane used to come to all the Spurdvac meetings in Los Angeles and Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters meetings. Um, I had forgotten he's in this, but between him and Mercedes McCambridge, they gave you quite a uh, Adam and Eve type story. Um, and speaking of Adam and Eve type stories, our final salute to Arch Obler next Tuesday will feature the ultimate Adam and Eve story uh, starring Mae West and Charlie McCarthy. Uh, this is the program that got Mae West banned from radio and got uh, the censors all awry. So you'll get to hear that and hear why. And then we'll, that'll close out our tribute to Arch Obler, and we'll move on. We'll feature more Arch Obler shows in the future, because there's still some more good ones we haven't gotten to, so don't worry about that. But this particular series of Salute to Arch Obler will be done as of this coming Tuesday. So until then, this is John Tiller saying thank you for listening, and tell all your friends goodbye. Goodbye.